0: Welcome to the Work Awesome Podcast. This is episode five, building a personal brand. In this episode, we talked a lot about different tactics and techniques that you can take advantage of while trying to build your personal brand. A lot of it has to do with building your personal brand online because that's just where we are today. A lot of our brand in the professional world can be seen on LinkedIn and you can make a lot of really valuable connections on that platform. There are other platforms like Glassdoor or Indeed where you can have a personal brand, but it doesn't go as in-depth as it does on LinkedIn. So a lot of this conversation does focus around LinkedIn. There are a lot of great tips and techniques that I talk about with two of our communications experts, our director of communications, Tara, one of our senior communications and multimedia specialists, Christine. And of course, Sarah, our talent resource manager, bringing in that recruiting aspect of the podcast. I want to say thank you guys for watching this podcast. If you're not following the Work Awesome podcast on social media, I highly suggest doing that right now. You can follow that page on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and LinkedIn. On Instagram this week, we'll be giving away a pair of AirPods. So definitely if you aren't following that page, that's the one to follow right now. Today's Monday and the podcast will be posted later today. We'll do the drawing for the winner at the end of the week. There are instructions on how to enter the giveaway on Instagram, probably while you're listening or watching this video right now. Jump over there, give it a follow and enter to win a pair of AirPods. Again, thank you guys so much for your support thus far. I really look forward to releasing these next four episodes because it is kind of like in my wheelhouse. I do a lot of this type of work already. So it made it very easy for me to talk about this and talk with others about all of these topics that we have coming up. I hope you enjoy and I'll see you on the other side. (laughs) Welcome to the Work Awesome Podcast. This is the fifth episode, and today we're talking about building your personal brand. This is actually one of a few episodes that we have um, talking about personal brand. So today we have myself, Ian, uh, Tara, Christine, and Sarah on. Tara is Director of Communications for AVN. Christine is one of our Senior Communications and Multimedia Specialists, and Sarah is, of course, our talent resource manager for the company. Um, In this episode, like I said, we're talking about personal brand. Uh, I'm gonna read this description so it's gonna sound really really scripted, but that's okay. (laughs) Uh, In a world where information is a few keystrokes away, your online presence is extremely important. This episode will look at the best ways to build your personal brand, specifically on personal websites like LinkedIn and uh, Glassdoor. And I was supposed to say professional, not personal websites. So let's start with the icebreaker as normal. Um, So how do you stay productive and motivated while working virtually? And whoever wants to answer can jump in and answer first.
1: (laughs) I see you shaking your head, Christine. You have something you want to say. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I guess, well, it's something that I've done even when we were in the office, but I have to have music at all times. Mm -hmm. So um, my, in fact... It's right here, my remote, and my husband growls at me because he's like, wait, where's the remote? But I turn on the, the music in the morning, and it's, it's in the background. And then I think being at home, I, um, I take more breaks than I used to, just little short breaks, take the dogs out, you know, um, unload some dishes or whatever. And it, it just gives me that break so that I'm not standing in or sitting in one spot at the same time.
2: Yeah, I completely agree. And I know that when we used to sit near each other in the office, we would always talk about which which radio station we were listening to and what's like that really good one to to keep you going and, and keep you pumped. Um, there are certain stations that I always listen to. Being a child of the 80s and 90s, of course, 80s and 90s pop uh, tend to, to help get me motivated. Sometimes Ian and I listen to old school rap, so that's always fun, too. But... <laughs> The uh, yeah, the music thing helps. I I also love lists. Lists are my thing. So it, jotting down as many things as I can as possible to make sure I'm I'm keeping myself on track because with so many meetings back to back to back virtual meetings, it it tends to take <laughs> take over your day faster than you want it to sometimes.
0: Yeah, definitely.
2: That's, I think that's been my um, go-to as well, Tara,
3: is just making those lists and going, hey, you know, I've got to get these things done, but also knowing uh, that I need to get up every couple hours and stretch because um, otherwise, it. I think my biggest struggle is trying to keep track of time because you're sitting down and I don't have to necessarily get up to do something specific at the end of the day. So. Keeping Mm -hmm. track of time and not stretching my day past what—that's a hard one. (laughs) That's a hard one. Yeah, but but trying to check those things off the list and making sure that you know it feels good when you're checking off that list. I may or may may
2: not have heard that you sent a very early morning email the other day, Sarah. So I did. (laughs) So it's it's hard to set those boundaries Mm -hmm. when you always have your your home and your work blended like that. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah.
0: I'm yes, a big fan definitely. of music as well. Um, the fir- like one of the first things I do at home is turn on some lo fi beats on Spotify or Apple Music, <laughs> um, which is it's no words or anything. It's just nice background music. Kind of, I'm here by myself. So it makes it seem like I'm not here by myself. I definitely need other people around me to get some stuff done. Um, cool. So cool. So let's jump into the discussion for today. Sure. Um, So before all these episodes, I send out a few articles, um, something I found in one of them, and actually I'll probably link this one at the, in like the description, because I thought it was really good. Um, and really, really well written. Um, but it was the, it was on medium. Um, it was titled the complete guide to building a personal brand in 2020. Um, it was kind of lengthy, but it really was the complete guide, um, one of the paragraphs in there says your personal brand is uh, the image you put forth. It's what you stand for, your values, what you're all about, the core of who you are as a person. Your personal brand is your secret sauce, the thing that sets you apart from everyone else. It's it's what makes you unique. So what do you guys think about that? I mean, I think that pretty much sums it up in, it's a lot of sentences, but they're very short sentences. Um, pretty much one paragraph sums up what a personal brand is.
2: Yeah. And, you know, it's it's funny because I, I looked at those articles as well. And I, what what makes you unique and what what do you want to put forward? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a hard one to kind of <laughs> it used to be that you could do whatever you want on the internet. it. didn't really um, it wasn't really necessarily connected to your job or even before that in your personal life. It just it wasn't quite the same. But now, any social presence you have is telling your story with everything you do, how you're interacting, what you're saying, the things you're liking. Um, I think that the way that LinkedIn in particular is, is focused, you get to see how people are, are interacting. So as I'm going through and I'm clicking and I'm liking, oh yeah, I like that. And I'm following that. And I like that. Um, other people are seeing that too. And yep. so that says a lot about me, not just in what I'm saying, but how I'm, how I'm following and what I'm using.
0: Yeah. And LinkedIn is interesting because you can actually track exactly what a person likes. Like if you mm-hmm. click on their activity, you see what they're liking, what they're commenting on. Um, so you get a really good sense and. in, in kind of stuff they're looking at and kind of uh, th- things that they're interested in.
1: Yeah. It was interesting, actually, when I read through some of those um, articles that it, it reminded me of a friend that uh, I've recently started following on social media, and she she manages um, kind of her own, I guess it's a kind of co- online coffee company. And it's interesting she has definitely built herself a brand. I instantly thought of that because every time she posts something, especially on Facebook, I haven't really followed a lot of her other social medias, but definitely on Facebook, she always has a picture of a mug that is, it's, it's just her signature. So yeah. whether it is just a personal uh, post that she makes or it's something about her business, which kind of, you know, are one and the same, but she always has a mug or some sort of glass or, you know, something. So that really it, it kind of drove home the idea of, oh yeah, you know, what you, What you are putting out there says a lot about yourself, whether you are trying to start a new career or um, changing careers or just getting going or even just, you know, not uh, one of the things that is you have a a brand, whether you know it or not. And it depends on what you do and how much you further that brand. Mm
0: -hmm. So I guess, Sarah, for you, if somebody has this like prominent personal brand, and they apply to avian and they're like they are the blank of whatever they're doing the expert in blank um does that stand out to you like are you going to be like oh yeah i I know that person i know they're associated with doing this type of stuff Um,
3: so i think if i had advanced knowledge of them or sometimes i'll have candidates um after they've applied maybe they'll reach out to me on linkedin then i would see it um but I do try to look at the candidates separately in terms of what their skills um, are and how they pertain to that specific job. So I I don't, unless it was maybe contradictory, it was, you know, they were saying one thing here and one thing here, and it was very evident that there was something that wasn't matching up. I don't think that I would probably, um, you know, decide from that if they were a qualified candidate or not, because we really do have to try to make sure that we're really looking at, um, you know, the resume and the, the qualifications that that per- person has put forward. However, that being said, if, if it's someone, um, you know, it depends on the position and the type of industry that you're looking at as well. Um, if it's, you know, if we have someone who we're looking at, to help with our branding, then that would be maybe a totally different um, story. You know, you look at a resume that really speaks to that person's qualifications in terms of what they do for graphics or, you know, maybe they've made a name for themselves somewhere else. So I think it depends on the industry and it depends on, um, on the position.
2: Yeah. I think that what's interesting about LinkedIn and what I've, what I found and has its habit has Let me get my words right. As it's continuing to evolve, it's really interesting because you've got, you know, your old school resume that is still very applicable in the structure of all of that. But now you've got LinkedIn and Glassdoor and Indeed where you can load your resume to these sites and, you can really benefit from taking all of those descriptors of what is your best aptitude and what do you care about the most, um, how can you interact as a a valuable team member, and really building those into um, your headline on LinkedIn and really making sure that as you're going through and you're choosing the organizations and the people that you want to follow and, and keep track of, that, that that brand comes out along the way. Um, mm-hmm. Because if you say you're a team player, but it, your actions are not necessarily uh, mirroring that. It doesn't, I don't know, it just feels icky. Like
0: <laughs> yeah, and we're gonna talk about um, finding your passion in a, a future episode of the podcast. But mm-hmm. I think as this trend of like really finding what you're passionate about and doing that for a living, As that becomes bigger and and more prominent people are going to their personal brands and their work life are going to combine super easily because they're doing what they want to do. Um, I mean, I, for me, I I like video stuff. So this is always fun for me to do.
2: What organizations or what people you choose to follow on say LinkedIn because the things that you're naturally interested in, you see and you start to follow these people and, and the organizations, or even when you first set up the profile and it, it asks you all these, these questions, these qualifying uh, categories of what, what are your interests, if you tend to, to kind of head toward one direction, well, then maybe that's a good place to kind of start for creating your own personal brand because maybe that's something that, that, that you value a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I tend to follow quite a few people that are motivational speakers, uh, people that have a, a strong um, background or emphasis on servant leadership or ha- how to continue to, to stay positive and, and encouraging. And those are the things that I've found are pieces that I want to incorporate into my own brand because I really I get a lot from that from other people. Um, And I would love to pass that along if I can as well. So I think that's a good place to start to see what, like who motivates you and why do you think they're doing a good job? And how does that relate to what you're doing?
1: No, I was just saying, I think you need to be
2: genuine. This is very genuine right now. And and that's a great golden rule though. Mm -hmm. You know, be be who you are. Absolutely. Because I think
3: it'll come across, um, you know, if you are brought in for an interview and you're looking for a position, I think that 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 is what people are looking for is you know the genuine article. Is this is this person you know
1: the the is this
3: person a good fit? Um, and and I think and I wonder how many people uh, you know look at the other people that are following. Some of those motivational speakers and that kind of thing, and what organizations they're part of when they're doing their job searching too. Um, if they're looking for a job, then you know where do these? How many employees from this company um, are following this, or you know, are part of this organization? And that can really speak to uh, to the organization. And what their personality as an organization is as well. You know, what kind of like is this organization um, supporting veterans, uh, you know, organization really providing that kind of support. Those types of things I can speak. So I think it can go both ways with the with the personal branding as well as, you know, what the employees or the company is kind of supporting as well. Yeah, Um, And uh,
0: along those same lines, it's. At the beginning of that article I referenced earlier, it talked about Nike and how
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, their original branding wasn't actually about sports at all. It was about what they believe their in. Their values, and, yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And when when your personal values match up with your company values, it's, yes. it's a perfect match. Yes.
3: Um, and if, if you're a part of an organization and you're noticing that you know 20 people from Avian are... Supporting that organization as well, then it looks like maybe the personal brands are matching up and it might be a good, uh, a good fit um, for, for you as an organization or as a next step for a career.
2: Yeah. agree. Okay, uh,
0: the other thought I have was like a tech savvy hiring manager might mm-hmm. look at somebody's LinkedIn profile before uh, before going into an interview. And if you have interests that are similar to the hiring manager's interest, it's a great uh, icebreaker uh, so that they can kind of see what's, what they have in common with you and, and bring that up in conversation. So um, Tony Robbins always comes to mind because a lot of people follow him. Uh, if, if you're following Tony Robbins on LinkedIn and the hiring manager is also following Tony Robbins, you probably could have hour long conversations about everything that he says. <laughs> um what next so defining your audience uh this is kind of dives a little bit deeper into personal branding um so knowing exactly who um to talk to uh online because a lot of this stuff is online now uh personal branding it 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 existed before the internet but now that everything's online and uh it, it's did
2: anything exists before the yeah. internet <laughs> oh, i did <laughs> <laughs> neighbor <Never. laughs> um,
0: now that everything's on the internet it it just you're talking to potentially thousands if not millions of people at one time um so really knowing who to talk to uh is important so any tips on Figuring that out, figuring out who your audience actually is. Um, and I did make this podcast a little communications heavy because I knew this topic uh, <laughs> was going to come up with uh, some marketing research. So, any tips on defining your audience?
2: Well, again, it's, it's all in what you're trying to achieve. So there are mm-hmm multiple different reasons why people use LinkedIn. I'm not currently in, in the job market, but I, you know, so my profile looks and may feel very differently than someone that is actively seeking a job and wants to really showcase what they have versus I am working on continuing to establish my um, my role, my presence. I want to be more active in the community. I want to, so the, um the audience that that I'm kind of leaning toward now is uh, okay. So, what are what are some of my peers doing? What are some of my mentors that are a few steps ahead of me in their career progression? What are they doing, and um, what is really valuable in those middle and upper management type positions? So, I think really understanding what you're trying to achieve is it? Are you looking for a new job, or are you just looking to make connections that are going to eventually? get you there.
1: Yeah. And I think um, along those lines, so if you're, if you're in the career field, you're out there looking, um, you're going to want to know kind of what your audience is. So if you are in, say, the um, medical field, uh, you're going to want to start, want to target people on LinkedIn and social media or, you know, uh, Instagram, whatever your different um, platforms you're gonna want to target and reach out to people in that field. Um, So rather than just put a blast out to everybody. Yeah, (laughs) you know, so that's, I think that's important too, is to, like Tara said, based on what you're looking for and what you're trying to accomplish, then you can focus a little bit more on who, who is going to give you the best return on your investment. So you look at businesses that always say that, all right, how are you going to get the best return too? Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, and personal brand has a lot to do with kind of defining your expertise too. So I was before we were even like earlier today, I was trying to figure out the best way to like describe this. And I think the best way to describe it is like college professors. Um, If you're a college professor, but you've never been published, you're probably not considered an expert in whatever you do. But if you are a college professor who has been published multiple times, um, has written countless articles and documents on a topic, you're seen in your community as an expert. Um, Same with the online presence. If you're online, but you're not posting anything, you're not contributing to conversations that fall within your expertise, uh, you're no one knows pretty much that you're existing. Um, so if you're the one that's that's kind of at the forefront and putting up all the information and sharing your thoughts about a topic, your, your expertise um, and your uh, star fame, famedom,
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> goes, goes up a little bit so that people, um, you can build that following and people start seeing you as an expert.
3: It's a great way to follow in my opinion also is a great way to see some resources that are out there that maybe you don't know about. Um, for example, I love to follow other people in the HR industry because sometimes they have, um, you know, they'll share an article or, um, you know, uh, like something that I'm like, wow, you know, I didn't know that that resource was out there. What a great resource. This is a great um opportunity for me to learn something new and see how other people in my field are coping with maybe virtual interviews or things like that, you know, so it's really a great way to connect with people. Um, and I think if you're looking for a job, and you're, you know, connecting with those different companies that you've researched and you find are you know, interesting to you, or you'd like to learn more about, that's a great way for you to really see what they're posting, um, what, how they're evolving as a company, what their next steps are, what's important to them. So it's a good way for you to um, to learn too.
0: Definitely. Um, and there's even like, at Avian, we don't do this too much, but there are companies that will post articles expertise articles mm-hmm. um, attributed to you so that you within that company show that you're the expert in whatever um, kind of similar to what we're doing now with work awesome uh, showing that Sarah and Megan and all of our hiring managers are, are experts in, in what they do um, it just builds that personal brand every post that we make and,
2: and that builds credibility so mm-hmm. it, like you said before if you're if you're invisible, if you're not interacting um, in a certain way, your your profile is just there and you're just kind of lurking. You know, I hear a lot of people kind of justify the, oh, I just look at things and, you know, everyone's on there, but if you're trying to build a brand for yourself, you have to take it a step further and if you want to continue to stand out there are certain interactions and engagements that that you need to have but like you just said personal content that that shows your expertise in something Mm -hmm. right on like that's that's definitely something that catches my eye Mm -hmm. definitely
0: Okay, so we've gone for about thirty minutes, and I know we could probably talk about personal brand a lot more. But the following episodes in the next couple of weeks have—we're um, actually going to be deep diving into a lot of these different topics. Next week, we're going to be talking about um, authenticity. So it's called BU. Authenticity is key, which is again part of personal branding. Um, so we'll, we'll dive into that. Um, besides that, I want to thank you guys for joining me today. Uh, it has definitely been fun, and um, I think there's a lot of great stuff that we could do with personal branding on LinkedIn, Glassdoor, um, all of these professional websites to really help you stand out amongst the crowd. So, Thank you, guys, uh, and I will see you guys next time.
1: Thanks, Ian. Yeah. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.
0: So what did you guys think? This episode had a lot of great tips about building a personal brand. In the future episodes, we're gonna be talking more in depth about LinkedIn as a whole, as well as deep diving into your LinkedIn profile. We're also gonna be talking about authenticity and what it means to be authentic online in this new digital world that we're living in. And a few other topics that are not only gonna help you build your personal brand, but also build your professional brand. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next time. The Work Awesome Podcast is brought to you by Avian. Avian is a 49% employee-owned company founded by retired U.S. Navy test pilots who believe passion and talent are the right traits to get the job done. Avian operates in a culture that thrives on innovation, creativity, and the entrepreneurial spirit. Instead of offering services through mere business transactions, Avian is redefining the government services industry by creating meaningful experiences and connecting talented people with important work. The passion that Avian's employees have for its work builds better partnerships for the future, and Avian's unique talents create real solutions. avian we move fast take risks and don't settle for the status quo to learn more visit avian's website at avian.com that's a v i a n com